Hi, we're Amy and McKenna, both business owners, photographers, and a small part of this Spark community. Spark is a group of Christian women creatives that meets weekly to discuss our faith, our lives, and our businesses. Because let's be honest, we just can't do it alone. Our mission is to be a weekly place of rest for creatives, to find a safe space to connect with God and grow in their faith. We want to invite you to be a part of that when your coffee's running low and you're on the go. We'd love to meet you where you're at. Come join the conversation. Welcome back to Spark the Podcast. I'm McKenna here with our other host, Amy. And we're, I just want to introduce you guys to Jenna Schottmeyer. I'm so excited for her to be here. She won't be Schottmeyer for long because she'll be getting married in July. Jenna started a clothing company and is in the midst of writing her very first book. Uh, we first met at Spark in New York City when we did a uh, headshot swap and she was there. I love this girl. I'm so happy she's here. And Jenna, can you just share a little bit more about you and your life and all that jazz? Yeah. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, Yeah, I'm in the midst of writing my book. It should be here next spring, which I'm really excited about. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a really bad accident in college and kind of lost uh, almost everything. Um, And it's really amazing how you can be here one day and so many things can be gone tomorrow. Um, But that's really not to scare us. Um, You know, I think... Sorry. Um, I really think that, you know, God just has so much to say about identity that doesn't change by the circumstances. And um, he really has a lot to say about pretty much everything we go through. So I'm just really excited to be here today and um, talk about community and um, what God has to say about it. Great. We're so thankful you're here, Jenna, and um, your story is just amazing. And I can't wait for everyone to get to know you. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about what God says about community? Yeah. So I was praying a lot about this and stuff. And um, I think that, you know, he says a lot of different things that we'll get into. But um, one of the things that kind of stuck out to me a lot was um, 1 Corinthians 12 verses starting in verse 12 about how we are one one Christian body um, with many parts. So um, in 1 Corinthians 12, 12, it says, this is the NLT translation. Uh, the human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. But we all have been baptized into one body and by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one. If the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less part of the body. If the ear says, I am not part of the body because I'm not an ear, I'm sorry, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less part of the body? And if the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if the whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? And it just kind of goes on. And um, in verse 27, it says, all of you together are Christ's body and each of you is a part of it. Um, And I just love that because we're all so different and we all have different roles and different things. And, um, you know, even if sometimes God, you feel like you were a hand and now you're the liver say, (laughs) you know, I feel like um, the liver is still so important to the body of Christ. And so I think it's like learning and adapting to those things. But um, I don't know, I think in community, God shows so much, worth as individuals. Mm -hmm. And I think worth as individuals is kind of then shows such unbelievable worth as a group. Right. Um, I love, you know, we were talking kind of before everything started just about the different gifts and why is, you know, being in a 
community and just important to you or just important for people to find? Yeah. Um, so that leads to another scripture. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love scripture full <laughs> top. Um, in Romans 12, we're hitting all the 12s today. Um, Romans 12, verses 6, it says, In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take leadership responsibly. And if you have given the gift of showing kindness, do it gladly. And so, um, I don't know, I think in a community, I have spiritual gifts that you need and you have spiritual gifts that Amy needs and Amy has spiritual gifts that I need and it kind of goes in that way. And so I think that if we're kind of closed off to community, we're actually missing out on a lot of what God has for us individually and as a group. Yeah. Wow. I think that's really cool. And so if I'm, you know, understanding what you're saying, you know, when God is saying, like, you know, some people are a hand, some people are an eye, some people are a foot. He's talking about these differences between us, these different yeah. gifts that um, we all have. And um, I love, you know, how you're saying that it is so important to be in community because if we tried to go through life alone, um, you know, we wouldn't be able to do it as well as if we were doing it together. Is that sort of what you're... Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I think a lot of the Christian walk, you know, we talk about finding the will of God and what we're supposed to do. And, you know, a lot of times there's, um, you know, a fork in the road or there's this big thing that you feel like you should do, but it's so out of your comfort zone that you have no idea. Um, and one of the awesome things back in First um, Corinthians 12 is that it says, um, we've all been baptized into one body by one spirit and we all share the same spirit. And so I think a lot of times when we're in community, we're able to discern what, like if these big things are something we should step out and do, or if there are things that, you know, I don't know, maybe we don't need to, because if we're all, not that we're all going to agree on everything, because uh, I think opinions and little things, you know, are always going to be different. Right. Um, and that makes us who we are. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, we're all sharing the same Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit, you know, is like a discerning spirit. And so mm -hmm. I think that's like one way that we can kind of uh, figure out the will of God. It's like yeah. with community. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things that I love, you know, and I've seen a lot in Spark is, you know, especially if we're praying about discernment, about, you know, a decision that we're going to make, um, you know, about something that's going on in our lives. It's really cool to see when multiple people in the group are joined together on one opinion. Yeah. And I think, you know, as Christians, a lot of times we talk about, you know, hearing from God. And I think that that's one beautiful way that God allows us to hear from him Definitely. is through others. You know, when, just like you said, when we're all aligned under the same spirit and we're all in agreement, that's something to take notice of. That's sort yeah. of a way that we could be hearing from God. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely, definitely think so. I think that like hearing from God, a lot of times people think is like an audible voice right. and it can sound so crazy. And I do think that I have felt like I've heard an audible voice right. <laughs> like a couple times where you just know for a fact that this is what God is telling you to do, whether it's like to turn away from this or to go do that or whatever. But a lot of times, you know, it can be a song. It can be a friend in agreement with you. It can be um, a lot of different things. And you'll know in your spirit because 
um, it's the Holy Spirit and we share that peace and we share that wisdom, uh, which is just really awesome. Yeah. I think I was telling Amy this like a while ago that I wanted to do another like series on just like how we hear God. Cause I feel like, yeah. we, you know, yes, there's signs, but I think that sometimes we are missing, we misinterpret those signs. Um, but with community, it's very straightforward. Like it's not actually, it's like literally in the Bible that we need community that he, like, even if you think of like father, son, and spirit, you know, of like what that means and like that's community actually. And, yeah. and how cool that is that we get to live in that. But I think it's interesting to see like the other things and like how we hear it. But I think we can hear it through friends, especially that, you know, um, have, you know, Jesus in their heart and all of that stuff. And so I, I love that you said that it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. And we have had the joy of having you as a part of this, you know, spark community for almost half a year now. Can you tell us a little bit about what being in community with others does for you and how it strengthens your walk for, with God? Yeah. Um, I think that, so when I had my accident and so, um, and can you can tell us a little bit more about that? And- yeah. 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 So I was a freshman in college, three weeks into my freshman year and, um, someone was pouring, um, presumably from the balcony, um, the water out of a water cooler, but the whole cooler fell on my head. Um, I had a traumatic brain injury and, um, I lost, you know, years of my high school memory, I, <laughs> uh, which was at the time, you know, the last four years. Um, and I, you know, that was all secondary, the memory issues, because I didn't know they were happening. Uh, it was all secondary to the fact that I was throwing up and falling down like every day for about five years. Um, and I, um, you know, would get halfway through a sentence and then wouldn't really know who I was, where I was, what we were talking about, and just kind of blank. Um but it was just very debilitating in many, many ways. Um, and I was shut off to community. And um, I definitely feel like this is so important to me because, um, you know, I knew how important Christian community was. And being shut off to community, I didn't think that I had a purpose anymore. Um, I didn't really think that I um, was in the will of God because I wasn't able to connect with people. Um, I mean, I couldn't so much as go out for coffee with someone without, I mean, I couldn't drive. So like my mom would have to drive me and like, that's not too fun. And then, I mean, my mom was great and she would drive me. So like props to her, but like, I don't know. You didn't remember how to call an Uber. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so, um, you know, and just kind of being in simple conversations sometimes was just too much unless it was a completely controlled environment of like a completely quiet house or something like that. And then I could kind of get into conversation. And, um, I don't know. I, that's where I feel like I was a hand before and I could, I was felt like, you know, not that I was the hand of God, but I felt like I was doing a lot of things and I was helping people and I had so much purpose in that. And then, um, when I was home on the couch, I didn't really think I had purpose in community anymore. Um, which was one of the reasons that things got really kind of dark because the enemy just kind of twists little things that were spiritual and were of God. Um, and, um, yeah, I felt like, you know, he was kind of asking me to be like an internal organ and, um, you know, there is purpose. And if you can, if you can only be on the couch, there's purpose in community with God, the father and the son and the Holy spirit, and just being able to pray for someone. And there's was so much 
like God moved so much in those prayers as I was faithful to him and I couldn't do anything else besides pray for someone. And that was so purposeful in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, maybe we'll get into this on another podcast or something, but two years ago, um, so seven years ago since the accident, but uh, two years ago, um, uh, God radically healed me. I mean, there wasn't really healing for five years and I went to every single doctor you possibly could in New York and even Chicago and, um, you know, God healed me. And, um, now then community looks different, you know, and now I feel like I was prayed for, for so many, so much time. And I was praying for others for so much time. And now, um, I think that he's asking me to get out and like to, embrace the community that I can now because I can drive, I can go into the city, I can, um, meet with people and, um, and everything. And so like our placements change and stuff. Um, and so when spark came up that they were doing, I knew they were a Christian group of creatives, um, (laughs) which I would consider myself. And so, um, you guys were doing like a headshot swap in New York city and it just sounded like so much fun. And so I made my uh, maiden voyage by myself into uh, <laughs> New York City. Um, and um, for top of the rock. For top of the rock. I was on the train and my skirt ripped. Oh, and no. I was like, oh my gosh, I have a ripped skirt and this is great. And so I'm meeting these people I'm for the first time with a ripped skirt. Exactly. And I was like, can you see anything? Like I'm like walking down like Fifth Avenue, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like popped into H&M, got myself a new skirt. It was a whole thing. Um, but yeah, and I just met you guys and then you did a Bible study and, um, you know, I think that in times when you can't get out and you can't find community, um, that can be really tough, but God doesn't only work through, you know, a structured community that you would think of. Mm -hmm. And so there's always community that you can find, even if it's just with God, and like the Holy Spirit and um, like what Jesus says, like even if you, so I couldn't really read after the accident, but I could read a couple sentences and then that's all God was asking me to do, you know? And then the next day I'll try to read a couple more sentences and uh, think about it as much as I could and um, that kind of stuff. But then I think that we also fall short when we have opportunities and we don't take them. Right. Um, and so that's actually a big reason that, um, you know, I, I come and I'm a part of the group and I love being a part of the group. I don't make it every time, but I try to make it when I can. <laughs> That's all. We, all, we always like to see you whenever you're here. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and yeah, one of the things that I love about Spark specifically, um, and maybe you guys even want to kind of like talk about how, yeah. how this environment was created, but yes. um, I feel like among creatives. So I used to be accounting before the accident and everything. And then after that, I couldn't really read. So I couldn't really do the numbers correctly. Um, cause I just couldn't see them. Right. And then God gave me art. And that's why we started the clothing company because I draw all of our patterns and everything. And those are my strengths now. So now, you know, I'm a creative and I'm realizing in the creative sphere and I've done, um, I've like led photo shoots, you know, um, like as a photographer and I've modeled and I've done like different stuff. And I feel like in those creative spaces, there's so much hostility and jealousy. Um, whether if you're the photographer or if you're the model, if you're like whatever part, if you're the stylist, like whatever part you are, like, I just feel like there's so many times these underlying insecurities and jealousies and things that, um, 
and for Spark, most of you guys are wedding photographers. Yeah. And there's so, there's such a beautiful spirit of non-jealousy that I just like eat up. Like yeah, I just I feel like it. I really know, like, I mean, cause we have struggled with it and Amy and I have been in business with each other and, and not, and for a really long time. And I think we pray through it. And, you know, at the, at the core of it is that we want to see our friends succeed, you know, and, yeah. and Amy used to always say, and she still does, like, there's enough business to go around, you know, and yeah. if that client wasn't going to book me, then at least they book my friend, you know, and right. I can be really happy that they found like a good person and um, somebody that really loves weddings or loves like, you know, they they'll take care of that client to the best of their ability. And I think that that's where like the heart is in the community for us. Yeah, I totally agree. And I know what you mean because when people start coming to spark for the first time, that's one thing that they say, they're like, wow, like you guys are all in the same business, aren't you each other's competition? And, and sometimes like McKenna said, it is, you know, we'd get inquiries from the same bride um, and we'd be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm talking to them too. I think there's been times in Spark where like five of us has, have been talking to And honestly, it's not always easy. Like, yeah. I feel like it's been hard. You go back home and you get, you know, the devil is looking for that though. And yeah. I think that he did like for a lot of our friends, you know, they would not come to Spark for a little while or whatever it might've been because they just needed to reflect on that. But I think that that was like leaving an opening for for the devil to come in and for like evil to start putting in your brain that you're not good enough, that, you know, you don't deserve like that wedding or you don't deserve your friends. And that's that's a lie. And yeah, right. being in the community when we can pray for that and like literally pray away the evil and pray away that um, that competitive spirit, we can still be competitive. But there's just so much there's so much to go around, you know, right. Especially in this area. <laughs> yeah. No, but her dad cool. used to be like, I'm you he used to say things all the time, like, wait, let me get this straight. Like you guys are competitors, but you're friends. Like no other yeah. no other community, no other like um really like if you look at like accountants even or right. like banker, you know, whatever. It's like they're all competitors. Like they're not gonna be friends. Like Wachovia or Wells Fargo and yeah. Bank of America aren't gonna like, let's do a like combined mixer, but like <laughs> You know, like two, like me and Amy would be like, yeah, we have like all the same types of brides. Like, let's yeah. totally do a mixer, you know, or yeah. whatever. And I think the thing to point out about that is, you know, it's not like of our own strength that we're able to do this, but it's mm -hmm. really God, you know, it's yeah. God's heart. And like you were saying, Jenna, his Holy Spirit that is, you know, pouring kindness, gentleness, goodness, love, this like peacefulness, like throughout us all. And um, yeah, it is. It is pretty cool to see what God can do. Um, and I'm sure it's not easy at times, you know? Yeah. And just kind of, I don't know. I mean, what, so what do you guys do? But I kind of feel like probably with jealousy, you know, you feel that. Mm -hmm. And then you say, okay, God, I don't want to feel this way. And you release it to God or you ask God, you know, I know that this isn't aligned with how you want me to feel. How do you want me to feel? Right. You know, I mean, like, so how do your prayers look like in that way? I, I think I'm also pretty candid and honest uh, yeah. um, with, with like Amy, even like, you know, I'm super bummed and yeah. like, you know, it's really unfortunate that it happened this way or something mm -hmm. like that. Like, cause we've had where clients have actually pinned us against each other, like <laughs> in a way, like they know so bad, that we're yeah. friends. They follow both of us on Instagram. Like they try to like price us out and it's, mm -hmm. It's disheartening in a way because, you know, Amy and I, we do have like a really great relationship, but it's like, wait a second. This is what she told me. Well, this is what she told me. Right, right. And we're like, hold on a second. She knows that we're friends. Like she's like, she saw that we were in a story like just the yeah. other day. And 
And so it like puts us in a weird position. And I feel like whenever I pray about it, I just pray for peace and that like mm-hmm. whatever that, you know, person ends up doing like yeah. that, it's just right for them. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, you know, either one of us to capture their wedding, like that's so awesome when it happens with like other photographers in our, in our group, in our spark group, then I pray the same thing. Like, yeah. you know, I, whatever, like it is for like put up on their heart, you know, I just mm-hmm. pray that it's like what God would want. And like, if it's, you know, financially for somebody else, like I, I'm like, I hope that they do get the wedding over me because at this point, like God has so provided for me. And so I'm like, God, thank you for providing for me. I feel like this person might need it. So I just pray that like the client's heart changes and goes toward them so that, you know, they don't see any, like, you know, it's like the, they put the windshield like on or the blinders. Thank you. They put the blinders on so that they like don't see the other fluff and they don't feel like they're bogged down with that like competitive spirit, that jealousy, that like evil thing that like seeps in, in us, you know, from just seeing other people's work or Instagram, you know, the oversaturation of that. And I think, you know, like you were saying, um, earlier, Jenna, you know, we, we try to do it as best we can, but sometimes we aren't perfect. And sometimes like, you know, feelings do get hurt. Um, but I loved it when you said like, you know, we are Christians, but we're not Christ. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that's meant for you? And yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think, so I grew up, um, I was very blessed. I kind of asked the Lord into my heart when I was like three years old and kind of, um, you know, life didn't go perfectly. And I definitely asked Jesus into my heart many times after that day, but, um, (laughs) I was pretty much in Christian community my whole life, um, when church and I went to Christian school and everything. And you realize that, um, the Christian community can be a huge source of hurt. And you realize that there is jealousy and there is deceit and there is these things that get in. And, um, you know, a big thing, um, I mean, a huge thing is, you know, forgiveness and walking in that and everything. Mm -hmm. And um, I think the best thing I've ever heard on forgiveness is uh, being able to release people from the debt that they have to you. Mm -hmm. So like if you you know, when someone wrongs you, they very much owe you a debt. That's how it feels. That's how it works. That's how, like, I don't know. But how we're taught. Yeah, exactly. Um, But like, I owe a debt to God because I can never be good enough to get to heaven. And so if I'm releasing that debt to God and like they owe a debt to me, I'm releasing them of their debt because God is releasing me of the debt that I owe to him. Mm -hmm. Um, And kind of walking in that and walking in, I think for me, when someone is sorry, everything is dispelled in me. Like, I am like, you know what? Okay. Like, you're sorry. Like, you did something that you think was really silly or you did something that... You knew hurt me. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I think owning up to that, something about... And maybe this will change, hopefully not. But, (laughs) um, like, something about me is like, you know what? I'm good with that. But it's kind of like, what does that look like in Christian community when the person doesn't care? Um, And I actually went through a lot of that kind of stuff um, after the accident and everything when, you know, someone has clearly wronged you and ruined every aspect of how you ever imagined your life to be. Mm -hmm. And they don't care and they really don't care. And you have 10 points of evidence for how much they don't care. And it's like, 
okay, well, like, what does that community look like? And I think that's what's so sad to me is that so many people turn away from God and all of Christian community because they get hurt. But um, we have all sinned and fallen short. And I think the best thing that I heard is that, um, you know, we're all kind of the victims in our own story. And I think um, for me, like I was a victim of an accident and there's a perpetrator and I'm the victim and I didn't do anything to deserve the accident. And I didn't, you know, all the cooler fell on your head. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And so it's not like, um, whatever, but I think the, something that really helped me was, um, that we're all kind of the victim. So uh, again, so not personally about my, story right now, but just in general, we're all kind of the victims a lot of times in our own stories. And I probably am a perpetrator in someone's story that I don't even know about. And like, I think taking the victim, um, I think the victim mentality is in the sense not to get like very like over spiritualize it, but I think it's demonic. I think that, um, yes, you can be victimized, but like being the victim mm-hmm. um, can just be really, really harmful because then you get hurt so easily. Yes. So then you're sitting in Christian community and you're yes. sitting in a group and you're like, oh, poor pitiful me. Exactly. Or like, I didn't get that job um, again. And these other things happened to me mm-hmm. this week and whatever, where um, when we're filled up with who God says we are in our identity as a child of God, that like, you know, I think that McKenna, what you were saying was so beautiful um, I was just looking up the verse. If you heard the pages flip before, um, but um, you know, I think being content with what you have is so biblical. And like you, McKenna said it just so beautifully. Like the fact that you can pray that someone else gets that job, I think, is such an evidence of God in your life. Like, like you, yes, but like that's not. That's not natural. Well, and I don't think that like it could be like that for everyone. And I think that like God had to work on my heart for me to get to that point where I'm like, I'm okay with that. Like, I, you know what, that wedding that I made is not going to make or break me. And it's not going to make or break my relationship with God because my relationship with God is so much stronger than that. Like my relationship with my friend is so much stronger than a wedding I'm going to book or not. And I feel like that's what it came down to. And like why I chose community and believing in that and believing that like God has those people out for me and want to encourage me and support my business. Like I want to support and encourage them because this community is going to help us all, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, I'm just trying to find um, the one verse in Philippians 4.12, which is right before a very, very popular verse, Philippians 4.13. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um Yeah. So NIV translation, Philippians 4.12. I know what it is to be in need and I know it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. (laughs) We literally, we were talking about this the other day, Amy and I were, and I love that verse. Not just like what everybody knows that verse to be, like in Christ who gives me strength, but the right before that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And this is, could be the fact that you guys are just talking about it. And the fact that I'm talking about it is kind of a great example of what I meant when I was saying like, we're all of one spirit, like we're all different people on different sides of New Jersey. But the fact that you guys were just thinking about that a few days ago or whatever, you know, um, (laughs) that's awesome. Can you tell us what it means to you when you read it, Jenna? 
Yeah. Um, so the first part, um, it's really hard to be content in a world of comparison. Um, I was not to keep talking about the book, but I was just writing about this yesterday. Um, one thing that I had to, so I was in therapy and so many therapies, vestibular, vision, cognitive, like every therapy you could possibly, physical therapy. Um, and, you know, there was an 80 or 89 year old woman next to me that could do the vestibular therapy 10 times better than me. And like, so God wasn't even asking me to stop comparing myself to Instagram and like Instagram (laughs) models. Like God was asking me to stop comparing my 19 year old body to this 89 year old woman rocking it out of the park. You know, I can't even imagine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so as much as he was telling me to stop comparing myself to others, I had to stop comparing myself to a past version of myself and a future version of myself, the past version of myself, which was my ideal and the future version of myself, which could be better than I was. And I realized it was taking all of the value out of who I was in that day. Mm-hmm. And so it was like living moment by moment in that day is where God can use me because he can't use me tomorrow because tomorrow is not right now. He can't use me yesterday, but he can use what I have right now, which kind of um, the overarching thing of that, chapter and that part of my life is just like, you don't need what you don't have in order to fulfill God's plan for your life. And then in comparing yourself to old versions is you don't need what you used to have in order to fulfill God's plan for your life. And I just kind of thought that I did. I kind of thought that there was so much purpose in what I could do before I really couldn't do very much. Um, Like there was so much purpose in the fact that I was a college athlete and I was um, on academic scholarship and I was doing, I was involved in like so many clubs on campus and the physics club and this club and that club. And I loved it. And so I thought there was so much purpose within that, Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, I didn't understand that I could be biblical, that God could use me when all those things were gone. Um, and so that, yeah, so that's what contentment means to me. Um, but also then I can do all things through him who gives me strength. I definitely Mm -hmm. used to think that meant like, setting a goal with God and then meeting it with God's strength. But I realized that for me in my life, I think it means that no matter what I go through, he will give me the strength in his way to be able to, um, to be able to do what he wants me to do. And I think that there's just, it might sound the same, but it's like radically different in my mind. Um, well, thank you, Jenna, for just being here, sharing your heart, sharing your story, um, and even so much about community. I just feel like um, your heart for community is so big, and I just love that you're here and being even a part of the Spark um, community. And uh, where can we find you? I know that people would be like loving to sign up for your book and getting, uh, I don't know if you're going to do like Audible at some point or if it's going to be on Amazon. So just um, when that happens, um, you know, we'd love to know like a web website and your Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So my personal Instagram is Jenna Schatz. My last name is Schottmeyer. And so it kind of works out. Um, yeah, just Jenna S H O T S. And then, um, my company Instagram, uh, which is where I do all the patterns and everything is J Schottmeyer. Um, so it's J S H O T M E Y E R. (laughs) Um, we have a website there and everything and, um, I'll be, you know, announcing different stuff. The book should come out next spring, but I'll just kind of be giving teasers and working through publishing and the final processes of editing and everything as time goes on. And yeah, I'd love to 
just keep the conversation so going. And yeah. Well, your community is here to like help promote it in any way we can. And you guys are you, the best. You guys know that you can find us at njspark.co or on Instagram at njspark.co. Thank you again, Jenna, for joining us. We're so thankful that you were here. And as you guys go out this week, we want to leave you with this prayer. It's found in Psalms 8411. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor and no good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. We just thank you so much that we have a God who loves us and um, we just hope you have a great week. See you next week.